Uh-oh, this thing's on. Hey everybody, this is Ty Eden, and this is the Tybo Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Ty Eden. I am the host of my show, or the show, called The Tybo Show. And this uh, this episode, what we're going to be talking about are some essential questions. It's going to be a real estate-related show. So some questions that you should probably be thinking about in the course of selecting a real estate agent. Um, did I say agent? I meant agent. Um, real estate broker. Uh, associate broker, whatever you want to call them. So there are some definite important questions that you should be asking that agent. Boy, I, I said that right. And um, that, that'll give you some insight as to if you've got the right person you know, on the hook there that's going to help you and represent you or not. So let's get right into what those questions are and a little explanation of why you know, we're, we're using those different questions. All right, here we go. Okay. So in today's segment or episode, what we're going to talk about is, um, some different things that you need to do, um, when you're trying to select the, a realtor in the process of either, uh, buying your, your next property, uh, or selling your home, um, which by the time you're ready to sell it, it's, uh, it's a house home is what you live in. And a, and a house is just that, uh, that object that you're, uh, looking to try and sell and, and move on with your life. <clears throat> so the most important part is going to be having that right real estate agent. That's going to hopefully make that whole process very smooth as you go through, go through it. And how the heck do you find that right agent? Right now, there's an estimate of that there are 2 million real estate agents in the United States alone. So how, how are you going to go about finding that, that right agent that's, that's good for you? Well, um, initial suggestion would be so asking some friends, some family for referrals. Um, find out what their experiences were. Um, if you ask enough of those friends and, and family members, hopefully a, a similar name or a couple of names start to come up. And once you've got those couple of names, just got their real estate license last week or last month or in the last three months, you want someone that has a certain number of years under their belt so that they've got experience with any kind of uh, challenges that they may find themselves in in the course of trying to either buy or sell that piece of property that you're you're interested in getting involved with. Now, oftentimes, experience doesn't necessarily mean success because there can be a fair amount of realtors out there, tremendous business success, and they're rather new to the real estate industry, but they've been involved in the buying and selling of uh, items for probably most of their life, and uh, real estate's just a different type of industry that they've decided to get involved with for whatever their reasons may be. But if you do find an agent that's been surviving in the business for a long time, because real estate is a commission-based uh, profession, so nobody's getting paid on an hourly or salary basis, they're only paid based on success. So the more success that a real estate agent sees, 
then the better chance it is that they've been in the industry for some period of time. And the longer that a real estate agent has been involved in the in in the business, then chances are they're going to have seen quite a few different situations. And those different situations are going to make them a little bit less rattled. And hopefully those bumps in the road that they encounter won't be as big a bumps. They might be just little humps. The next question that you want to ask a realtor is, is what is the uh, average number of clients that they've got? Or if you really want to be blunt with them, do you have time to deal with me? Nobody wants to feel like they're number two, especially in such a large transaction. You want to feel like you're the most important thing in the world and you want the, an agent that uh, you think is going to be able to provide you with that, uh, that level of service. Now, some of these agents might be dealing with a number of clients all at the same time. You want to find out from them just exactly what their plan is in dealing with you. How are they going to stay in contact with you? Um, do they have other team members? Are they part of a team? And we'll go into the whole team and team member aspect of the real estate industry here in a little bit. But um, maybe they have a licensed assistant that uh, can, can, can take care of you or work with you in the course of uh, you know either buying or selling that property. The next question that you also might want to consider asking is, is the, the ratio of buyers to sellers that they, they either currently have or have experience with. Now, you'll find when you're talking with real estate agents that some of them are either dealing with buyers or they're dealing with sellers. There are a few of them out there that will deal with both buyers and sellers, but you want to be careful depending on what your situation is, either buying or selling. And then there's investing as well. Um, if you get yourself, if you're a buyer and you get yourself lined up with a, uh, a realtor that's typically a, a seller representation, they may not have all the active experience that you might need as far as uh, representation is concerned. They're, the way that they're going to look at the transactions from the seller's viewpoint and maybe not so much from the, sell, the buyer's viewpoint. So you kind of want to sit back and kind of question you know, yourself as to are they really going to be able to put themselves in my shoes and understand what your concerns are. The other thing that you might want to consider as well is, is if you're talking to an agent and you're looking to sell your current home and turn around and buy another home, um, they'll be strong or might be strong in one of the two transactions and weak in the other. So when you find yourself in that type situation, you're not moving state to state, but within the same possible geographic area, then what you've got to ask yourself is, are they going to be able to sell my house even though they're a buyer's agent? Um, they may be able to help me on the next property that I'm looking to buy, but are they really going to be able to help me on selling my home? Because i got to sell my house in order to be able to buy the next house. If you do find yourself an agent that's well-experienced on both sides of the transaction, you don't want to try and consider switching agents for selling the home to a new agent for buying the home. It's always nice to try and stay with the same agent because you've developed a working relationship with them in the process of selling your home. So if it's worked well in the process of selling the home, Buying a home with that same agent is going to make the whole process a lot more seamless and a lot easier. And then you don't have to go through the anxiety of trying to interview and qualify and deal with um, a new real estate agent when you're trying to buy. 
The next question to consider is uh, territory or area. Um, you know, you're going to probably encounter agents that are neighborhood experts. They work in a certain neighborhood, a certain town, um, and they've got excellent knowledge of those areas. Um, and then you've got some agents that might fly across the country to try and sell you a home too. So at the end of the day, you're probably going to want to find someone that uh, is somewhere in the middle of those two extremes. The um, Nowadays, the internet, it allows agents to be able to do a much better job of being able to understand a, a little bit larger territory, though across the country is kind of an extreme. But um, it doesn't mean that they can cover the entire state. So you kind of want them to know and have a pretty intimate knowledge with that certain area that you're considering moving to or moving into. So you want to make sure that uh, both, you know, they're kind of an area expert, not so much a neighborhood expert. Um, sometimes you might run into an agent that's more hyper-focused on a certain neighborhood, and they're going to try and fit you into a property or a house that you really don't want at the end of the day. So got to be sensitive to that. And, um, and understand that. Now, as I had mentioned earlier, there's this topic or term that's uh, referred to as a team, very common in the in, uh, real estate industry. Working with a team can be have many benefits. There's a lot of good things that come about with working with a team. But what you want to find out is, and, and you want to set some expectations, is that team member, that realtor that you're sitting in front of, are you going to be dealing with them through the entire transaction or are you going to end up being moved around within the team based on where things may stand as far as your transaction is concerned? Some of them might be great with the offers. Uh, some of them might be great with a closing. Um, what you want to find out up front is, is who am I going to be dealing with in the team? One member or a number of members. And if I'm going to be dealing with a number of members, you might want to sit down with each of those members and visit with them a little bit to make sure that you've got a workable relationship with them, that you feel that you can communicate with them and understand how they're going to go about communicating with, with you. So teams can be very good and there can be some handicaps to them. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure that there's an open communication and, and, and a set expectation of what's going to be happening between you and, and that team. Now, each buyer and seller are going to be from kind of a different and unique situation. And what, what I mean by that is, is when you're interviewing a realtor, you may be an investor, either brand new or a very long time um, seasoned investor. Uh, you could be a first time home buyer. You could be a house flipper. Or you could find yourself having to deal with uh, Aunt Sally's home and you happen to be the executor because Aunt Sally passed away and she happens to have a home that you've got the responsibility of having to sell. Now, these are just um, a handful of scenarios that are out there. There are many, many more. But you want to make sure that the agent that you're interviewing or agents have got some kind of experience dealing with whatever your unique situation happens to be. Uh, you don't want to sit with them and and then they say, oh, don't worry, I've dealt with this before. You might want to find out what the unique issues are, are that are going to come up 
in your transaction, in your situation? And what are the solutions that that agent are going to be able to bring to the table to solve those, uh, those, those, those problems? The next and most important item I feel when you're dealing with anyone, especially in real estate, is going to be the communication. What is going to be the type of communication? How frequently is that communication going to be? And um, are they going to stick to it? So that's another expectation that you need to set with the realtor, but you got to ask them open and just kind of in an open way. How does an agent typically communicate with their client? Do they do an email? Do they make a phone call? Do they do text messaging? And then how often are they going to communicate with you? Now, sometimes depending on the market, a property, if you're a seller, the property might sit there for a little while and they might be embarrassed to not want to communicate with you each week because there's no activity on the property. So you want to try and smoke that out if and whenever possible because you want to have some constant communication. You want to understand, especially as a seller, where do things stand as far as my house being sold. On the other side, as far as being a buyer, you want to see that they're actively searching the market for you and making you aware that um, there's new opportunities up. So in the real estate industry, there's a multiple listing service. And uh, your realtor, if they're doing their job well, should set you up on an automatic search with all the criteria of the type of property you're looking for. And you should be getting some level of frequency of emails uh, from that realtor through the MLS that uh, will show you any kind of new listing activity, change of what's going on in the market. And it should be dialed in to exactly the type of property and the geographic area that you're looking for. If you get a realtor that doesn't do something like that, then you're not getting the proper communication that you should be getting. Another topic that you might want to cover with your your interviews with your realtors is going to find out if they have a vendor's list. And what in the heck is a vendor's list? Well, if a realtor's been in the industry for any kind of a period of time, then they're going to have industry professionals that they will have um, been dealing with and qualified over the course of the years. And that's going to be uh, title companies, lenders, contractors, inspectors. Um, they should be able to refer you at least three names from each of those categories. Um, and I wouldn't accept any more, any less than three because the Real Estate Settlement Procedures Act gives you the right to choose which contractor, which professional you can work with. And if a realtor just gives you one name, then you kind of have to question, you know, is this realtor somebody that I really want to work with? You always want to do a comparison. Now, I know that I've mentioned that there are, you know, the most important, each one of these questions is going to be the most important. So you want to make sure that your interview is is thorough, even if you're not an experienced interviewer. But one thing that was going to enlighten you about your conversation and visit with the realtor is to ask them what kind of questions they have of you as the potential client. Um, now, this is going to determine what their mindset is and what their priorities are based on the questions that they, they ask you. Anybody can ask you, do you want to sell your house or how many bathrooms you have or, you know, what you want in your new house. 
but an agent that's going to take the time to get to know you. If they're interested in what your goals are, if they're interested in what your priorities might be, um, this is going to give you um, an, uh, an indication that um, that realtor is actually setting some kind of a foundation, um, that they're client-centered service, and um, you know, then they know that they're actually all in for you as, as their client. So I hope you've been able to glean something or get something from the information in this podcast. Actually, buying and selling real estate can be a lot of fun. Yes, it is a big transaction. For a lot of folks out there, it might be the biggest transaction of your life. But uh, go into it with an open mind. Um, Do your homework. Make sure you make right choices. Uh, talk with your uh, significant other and make sure that you're uh, making the going in the right direction that you want to go in. Uh, but the uh, agent representation is truly the most important aspect of uh, buying or selling a property, a uh, home, an investment, whatever the case may be. So um, with that, thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast here. Again, it's the Tybo Show, and I'm your host, Ty Eden. Uh, the next episode, we're hoping to have an interview. Uh, we did attempt an interview with the uh, outgoing mayor of Wheaton, Illinois, Michael Gresk, but the uh, the quality of the recording didn't really come come out the, as happy as we'd like for it to be. So we're going to re-record that and see if we can't have that come out next week. So with that, I hope you uh, can subscribe to our show. And uh, keep listening. We'll be trying to get this show out every Monday and uh, with hopefully some good information for you. So this week, we talked about real estate. And in the coming weeks, we'll be talking a little bit more more about community and uh, what's going on throughout greater DuPage County, Illinois. All right. Thank you.